0: This is a song for my friends, Jared and Gary. They started a podcast and said a theme was necessary. they just a couple of guys in a band that you know. Some rockstar dads who started a
1: show. So here's the next episode.
0: Welcome to the Rockstar Dad Show right here on Adobe Radio. Every Monday and Tuesday. And of course, on your favorite podcatcher, wherever whatever that is, it doesn't matter what it is. We don't care. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I just use the one in my phone, like the pod uh, podcast. Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah, and I mean, I use it a lot. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Are you, you're still into all the murder mystery stuff. I like murder. Yeah. I just started one though that is it's still true crime, but it's called Chasing Cosby. Ooh. And, uh, it sucks because it's, it's one of those ones where I'm listening to it as it goes. So like I did first, I did the first four episodes in one day. Yeah. Cause basically I listen to podcasts while I drive and right. I drive a lot. So uh, you, you want it to just go to the next episode, but you have to wait for the next episode. I have to wait, but I'm going to tell you like, and here's the thing as be it for being a dad and that, that used to be America's dad. Yeah. Uh, that dude's a fucking monster. Like I just the shit that he admits to. And by the way, we're not we're not endorsed by that podcast at all. Whatever no. that. But I'm just telling you as a listener. Like it's things that I, I mean, some of the manipulation is just crazy. Like what somebody is capable of doing. That is weird. I haven't kept up
1: with that case. I Same. mean, I, basically, I just heard. Yeah, the evidence is. You know, really, really bad. And uh, it's just hard to wrap your head around that. But, yeah. man, it'd be interesting to hear all the details. Do it.
0: I mean, it's... Okay, because I don't like... I'll just say I, I'm i not... I don't like rape. I don't like it. No, I mean... <laughs> I mean, who does except for, you know, <laughs> rapists? rapists. Yeah. yeah. Um, No, but even, like, on a show or on a movie, like, I don't like that. Like, I like to be warned, and it's just something... It makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, And... This is it. This is done in such a way to where it's very um, it, the victims are telling their stories, and so it's you know it's it's listenable to me. And anyway, I just the shit that this guy did, and just the the gall, the nerve of this motherfucker. Um, it's it. You, the thing about it is, as you listen. You can't believe that it went on as long as it did. it's just it's crazy yeah it was how does right how does word not get out right? It's just right in the open. I mean he's got guys that were helping him, and they just talk to him and they're like, yeah, i mean i you know I didn't know what to do. it's fucking Bill Cosby Jeez. And shoot dude anyway, so I'm listening to that and i listen but i i use the uh do you you just use the iPod uh, I just
1: use the iPod thing, and um I've listened to a few of those like you know that have a start and an end type things. Like the Dr. Death one was a good That's one. That's great. And, uh, um, so I've listened to a few of those, but most of the ones I listen to are like ours where it's just, you know, it, it, each, each week's a different episode. You don't have to start at the beginning. You don't yeah. have to start at the, you know, that being said, I, I always wonder, should you start at the beginning and like hear the, how the show develops or do you start with the newest at the best and, you know, just go to the next episode and, and, and enjoy it. That, that way? is
0: an interesting, question and i'll tell you the answer okay i used to think you started at the beginning and you went on well this this show has been going on for a little over a year yeah we're or or a year and a half ish we're we're this is our 59th episode yeah Jarrett goes the movies just did our 200th episode we're four years plus in congratulations that's incredible thank you but I don't suggest you listen to anything we did the first year. (laughs) Like, I mean, because whereas this show, I think we kind of came into it with a plan and we've sort of stuck to it. We've definitely gotten better and we've stuck, you know, and that, And Um, we've
1: had lots of ideas that we haven't even tried to implement. Exactly. That is 100% accurate.
0: Yeah. Which we will. It's just that you and I don't have the luxury of having somebody prep the show for us. And at, My job on that show is literally to watch that movie and come sit in my chair and fucking talk about it for three hours and I'm done. Like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. You know, for this one, you know, we're just sitting here, um, kind of doing exactly the same thing, but (laughs) still, you know, I'm Sean helps with the interviews. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I have actually stopped doing that on other shows. So I go backwards. Yeah. Um, you know, unless it's a story, like you said, like there's another good one out there. so if you liked um if you like Doctor. Death, there's one called uh there is one called Dirty John. I've heard of
1: that one. i've I've got friends that listen to that one and say it's great.
0: okay, if you listen to it, if you like Dr. Death, you will fucking love uh Dirty John, but it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just crazy. What the fuck?
1: People they, are weird, man. They are. It's a, it's a wild world.
0: It is just such a crazy. I mean, and you know, you you don't, it's so hard, no, I mean, to, because I think mentally we all start to kind of victim shame in situations because you're like, how could you be that dumb? But the hosts are quick to tell you in these kind of situations to like, you just don't understand how convincing this was. Yeah. And by no means am I still talking about Bill Cosby, by sure. the way. I'm talking about, you know, um, because I could have been fooled by Dr. Death easy because a doctor fucking just tells me some shit. And I'm like, OK, cool. That's the way it is. And Casey will be like, you know, maybe you need to talk to somebody else about yeah. that. <laughs> you know,
1: it, you bring up something that's interesting. So a while back, I went to this safety course with this dude and he like trains FBI and this not and like he he's big into safety protocol and stuff yeah. like that. Right. And so part of how he came up with his curriculum was he used to go and he went around to federal penitentiaries across the country and he interviewed people that abducted other people or kidnapped or this or that and a, and a lot of them were people that got abducted from like public places, right? right? And so it's it's kind of a lure type situation. And what he learned from interviewing the criminals then he set up uh fake sting operations and started luring people yeah and then interviewed the people after he lured them yeah and then he interviewed the people saying why did you do this or did you not think anything was we-? and he said that all of them maybe all you know a, a huge 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 percentage of yeah. them had this this voice this tingly feeling of something was wrong and something wasn't odd but it just wasn't odd enough To make them not do it. Interesting. So you really should listen to that voice.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, you know, I mean I feel like we've all kind of been there. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean there's there's a sense that you have, you know, it's funny, there's a sense that you have when you're a little kid, you see white van, no windows, you're like, get the fuck out of there, you know, (laughs) and then and and then you start to kind of be like, fuck, I'm gonna go buy this thing now. When you're a teenager on your bike, right? You know, but man, it's it's a dangerous world we live in. Uh, People are maniacal, and uh, it's. Fucking crazy the shit that's out there On podcasts but uh, Anyway you can listen to us on your favorite podcast <laughs> You know I uh, We had some Casey told me the story last night and uh, It kind of bummed me out a little bit uh, About bullying And uh, you know because I got bullied like a little, but really, I I just sort of when I think back to anything that that would be considered a bullying situation where I'm concerned, I feel like it was just being picked on a little, uh-huh. a little ribbon, you know. Right? Uh, you know, like there's a couple of stories that, but but in no way uh, did I ever fear going to school or anything like that, you know. But you know, I think as parents. I don't think. I mean, I I know. I mean, you know, we worry about that. We worry about our kid being the one. You know, uh, and and unfortunately, you know, there. I think that there's something inherent in all of us where we're just like, you know, they'll be able to handle it, and you know, you know, the teachers are there, that. But I. So and and then let me back up a little bit. A, a friend of mine from high school just posted uh, on Facebook literally just the other day about like their their kid. Is just getting bullied every single day at school and the teachers aren't doing anything about it. And then, you know, the, the kid doesn't want to go to school and all that. And I just, I started thinking about it. And I'm just like, it's so strange to me that that still exists because we, we have, we've kind of like gotten the stigma out of it or whatever. And again, I don't want my kid to be a pussy like it, And, and that's what I'm going to get into here mm-hmm. in just a second. Um, but I also think that there has to—I I don't understand why in some schools other kids step in and make that not a thing. You know what I mean? Because Emma and Jack tell me all the time, like, yeah, you can't bully anybody anymore. Like, if you bully somebody, like, the whole fucking school will turn on you. Yeah. And, um, and especially for certain reasons. Sure. Um, like, if you're homosexual or, you know, things like that, where when I was a kid, those kids got picked on a lot. Right. And you can't do that now. You know, that. so anyway, I've talked myself into an insane circle to talk about bullying with you because uh, my son came home yesterday and he said that, uh, that he got hit on the playground, that a kid hit him. And now everybody needs to understand that my child is bigger, not fat, bigger than every kid in his grade. Yeah. Um, and, he, he's a head taller than all the other boys and, like, strong as shit and a, almost a blue belt in karate. Yeah. Okay? The kid knows how to handle himself. He just won't. But, so anyway, he got hit, and it hurt him. And he, and Casey said, well, what did you say to him? And he said, I didn't say anything. And she said, why? Are you scared of him? And he said, yeah, I'm scared of him. And she said, "So what did you do?" And she said, "Well, I told the teacher." And therein I'm going to stop the story, because what do you say to your kid? Yeah. You know what do you say? Because when we grew up, it was like, "Well, hit him back." Well, you can't really do that anymore because if you hit him back and you're the one that gets, I mean, everybody gets in trouble, right? You know. And he takes karate, and you're supposed to be learning about that kind of stuff, and they're like, "What to do, what to do," and 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 I said. Why aren't they addressing that in that school? Like, so she's going to talk to the instructor and say, you know, don't don't you feel like you should tell them how to handle situations like this? You know, and 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 go on to say, you know, there has to be some sort of elicited response to this. If I, if we're not supposed to kick them in the fucking face, yeah, and knock them out, right? What are we supposed to do? You know. And so I just wanted to open that up to you and see, A, if you if, if you had any experience yeah, in that. It's it's a hard one. So we've had a similar ex-
1: experience before, and, and it's hard sometimes getting the story from kids, right? Mm. And so I've tried to, to back it up whenever it happened. Like, okay, what were y'all doing? You know, like, did this kid just walk up and punch you? Or were y'all playing football and he was going for the pass and you turned around and got hit in the face? Right. Like, and he's like, "No, okay, He meant to do it. Okay. well, that's different, that's different. You know? mm-hmm. Well, tell me about this kid. Is it your friend? You know, have you all been friendly before and and it, or is it just some asshole that you don't like? And um in in our situation, Tyler's like, "Well, I don't like this kid. We don't normally play. And so my response was, "Well, let's just keep it that way. You know, maybe you don't right. need to be friends with that kid, and maybe you don't need to be around him and and hopefully, ignoring him and not being around him that will keep it from happening again in the future but I've also told Tyler many times and he's the bigger kid too he's just not mean he doesn't have the mindset same yeah but someday someone's going to push him too far and he's going to clobber him but I've told him many times you know never start a fight Mm -hmm. and if he gets in a fight and hits someone he's not going to be in trouble by me he right. may be in trouble by the school and I'm not telling him to hit the kid back. Right. But I'm telling him he can defend himself. And if yeah. he if he does happen to get in a fight and it's not his fault and he's defending himself, I've you know, I'm gonna go talk to the teacher. Sure. He's not in trouble with me. So that's the conversation I've had with
0: him. Yeah, I think you know, I mean he's got a couple of years on Everett, so this is new to us and, and I think that's where I'm at too. I mean, I, I don't I would definitely never condone Everett hitting somebody. Like, I, I, you know, I mean, again, as being from Wichita Falls, Texas, that's, it's interesting for that sentence to come out of my mouth because yeah. that is not how we were raised. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think really for me though, I've always been the type to don't let it get to that point. You right. Know, like walk away, you know, I mean, it, it's, you know, it doesn't, you know, just get yourself out of it. You know, just be like, dude, if you know, I, that you're just not somebody I want to be around That Casey told Everett, you know, he needs to be like, don't ever put your hands on me again kind of thing. I liked that. I I said, uh, that's really good. You know, that's like the whole deal when we were in training for terrorists (laughs) and we have to tell them no. (laughs) You know, I mean, (laughs) seriously, do you remember that lesson or whatever? It's like, you know, and the more I think about that kind of shit, I'm like, you know, that would freak somebody the fuck out. You know, like, but again, you know, don't don't put your hands on me, you know, whatever. Um. But the time is going to happen where, you know...
1: When when that happens, scream, yeah. I mean, draw attention to the situation because if the teacher's on the other side of the place, if he's like, hey, no, and starts screaming, that may get attention to the situation. So, yeah, Yeah. that's great.
0: I don't know. I, I, uh... There's something about it that you just want to put yourself in their place and just beat the shit out of that kid, you know? Yeah. But... You know, I don't really want that. I don't, I mean, I, you know. So that, I mean, to me, that's the, that's the scary thing of like
1: the ongoing bullying that, that your friend posted about where like they've taken it to the school, they've taken it to the teachers. No one's doing anything Yeah. to me. That's the, the, that's how do you have that restraint as a parent to not go talk to that kid's parent or go do something Bad, you know. I mean,
0: well, sure. I mean, that's that's how fucking Bowling for Columbine happened, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, like those kids, fucking, you know. I, I, and I, I don't really mean to lighten that up, but those kids were fucking picked on, and they were nerds, and they were this, this, and this, and right. You know, they had had enough, and that that you know, obviously they made the a very terrible choice in how to deal with it. But shit needs to be dealt with, you right. know. Like, I mean, that that school school. I, again, I don't feel like we need to raise, ra- raise pussies. I don't think everybody should be a winner. I don't think that, you know, I don't think everybody really should even get a medal anymore. I right. mean, and and maybe up until they're five years old, everybody gets a medal. After that, like, I feel like you need to experience winning and losing. It, it's important. Yeah. Because it's important in our, in our fucking professional life, you know? Yeah. Like, we don't always get the, the show that we want. We lost a goddamn Grammy you know what i mean like back when people thought that they meant something by the way my new grammy uh stance is this since everybody thinks it's bullshit yeah you know we're like on the good side of it, so we can be like yeah at least we didn't fucking win one you know like, yeah. yeah we were just it's... as ripped off as everybody else yeah thank god we didn't win <laughs> yeah because had we won they'd be using us as an example yeah. you know see this yeah. fucking this fucking, these losers these, got one these guys beat Fucking in sync, Dave Matthews, Bon Jovi, and yeah. no doubt, you know, like, how is that possible? Yeah, this is shit. <laughs> this Grammy is bullshit. This Grammy sucked. Now, but um, by the way, I don't watch that. Do you watch the Grammys?
1: I the only two award shows I've ever watched, we attended.
0: <laughs> so, well, no, we've we've been to more than that. The only number of award shows I've ever watched, <laughs> I attended. <Yeah. laughs> the worst one was that um. Not the Billboard Awards. That one was fun. That was a blast. But the Billboard Video Awards, we made it fun. But remember, it was so just ridiculous. I think two bands showed up. Yeah. Us and Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand watching those things on TV. Yeah. You know, Casey said, I would like it now that I know who all the things are. I think we we went through a period between uh, us and now where I just, you know, unless it was Beyonce, I didn't know or care who it was. Yeah. And now with children who listen to that kind of music, I probably would be all right. I mean, and I I, I do think I would find it funny to see Aerosmith be terrible after kicking the drummer out of the band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so after they happen, there's
1: the like, oh, this band was horrible. Like, maybe I'll go watch the clip. Yeah. You know, but I totally. can't watch the whole thing. To me, it's more, A, I don't, I don't keep up with a lot of the pop culture stuff. So I yeah. don't know who these people that are giving the speech for winning whatever it sure. is. And then the other part is a lot of the award shows like it, it they all know they're going to win. And so it's a prepared speech, and it's all just BS. And I, I can't stand that.
0: Yeah. So that's all new. I, I actually didn't know that they weren't all going to win until like, uh, now that's all out and yeah. shit. And there, and, and you see
1: him like crying. I can't believe it. I'm like, yeah, yeah you can. You knew
0: last week. He knew you knew us. And, but somebody goes, I don't remember who it was. It was some comedian was talking about it. Um, I can't remember. Oh, oh! Remind me to come back to this in a second. But anyway, they said, uh, they said uh, that you. Know, hey, how the How did? Fuck! Did, would you know? That, oh, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, ah, shit! The guy that hosts the video show, uh, Tosh Tosh Point Four Point Whatever. And this is way back. But he does this bit where he goes, he goes. How? Of course, you knew you were gonna win. You're sitting on an aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he goes here's something you've never seen and he does that and i was just listening but it's basically like he starts at the way back of the whole place or whatever and he's just like and the winner is daniel tosh and you just hear him back there i'm coming (laughs) okay and he's just (laughs) trying excuse me excuse me like trying to get yeah (laughs) totally no they're up there in three seconds for a reason yeah
1: yeah absolutely
0: (sighs) um there's, there's a show that Anik and I
1: watch. Uh, it's this kitchen, uh, Ramsey 24-hour makeover kitchen, something. I have no idea what it's Devil called. Devil in the yeah. House, yeah. Um, but he goes to a restaurant, and he goes in disguise, and they've oh. got hidden cameras, and it's a disaster. And then he fixes a place, and it's great, right? Yeah. Um, but I, for some reason, I like the show, because I like seeing the restaurant transform into something, and, and, and there, there's there's stuff that I like, right? But I hate the first 20 minutes of the show because the first 20 minutes of the show is like, and they didn't know our hidden cameras were there. I'm like, yeah, they did. You set them up. And yeah. secondly, that's not a hidden camera. That's handheld. The person's <laughs> yeah. walking around. You know? yeah. And then they're like, well, so they so they didn't know I was coming. I put on disguise. And I'm like, that is the worst
0: disguise I've ever right. seen. This yeah. is all
1: bullshit. And it makes me so uncomfortable. I can't yeah. stand it.
0: Well, it's like when we, do you remember when we got on that uh, two days we watched Bar Rescue yes. while we were on the road? Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. I mean, it's cool to see some of the stuff. that, And I, I have no idea why. We, we busted that show, like, second episode. We were like, that's not even a bar. That's a fucking staged bar. Yeah. It's not even a real place. I wonder on that
1: one if it's like this season it was real, and this se- or this episode was real and this wasn't. Yeah. But, like, some of them are 100%. They're pretty weird. bad. Yeah. Well,
0: so they did one of those here. And I think it was that bar rescue show. There's a place, um, you know, it's it's across from uh, Top Golf called the Drunken Donkey. Yep. So that place was this this spot that originally opened up over in a, another part of Dallas or whatever, and it was owned by these retired cops and like so it was like a it, it's a cool place and and actually we went there a few times and then we kind of stopped going and then I tell Casey that's why they had to change everything and uh, but anyway they did that place turned it into just the stereotypical like barley and burger or whatever yeah. and like everything's wood and it's like craft beard hamburgers and like that's the big thing now yeah. right and it just looked like everyone it lasted six months and i'm driving by that place because i it's a there's a shortcut there to get to a place where i take jack and i drove by and all of that signage is gone it's the drunken donkey again <laughs> it's like not only didn't it work
1: yeah. we were doing better before right <laughs> There's restaurants I go to, though, like there's one that is aimed at kids, right? There's yeah. free games oh yeah. and kids eat free. Yeah. And so there's a lot of parents that go there because, hey, we can have a, a drink and we can have a conversation and the kids are going to go play games. And here we are. And it's, it's not just chaos. Right. But I'm like, don't the owners of this place ever watch these shows? Like just from watching those shows, I could make that restaurant 15 times better you yeah. know like yeah. it's it's not hard clean up the floor maybe wipe the menus off have better service like yeah, it's not hard
0: is that the place where think that I think you're thinking it's about?
1: exactly the the place where any time we invite someone we go listen yeah the food's not great the service is horrible everything's overpriced but the kids aren't going to bother kids us. yeah
0: kids love it they, <laughs> they have their own little room in there yeah that place you're right. I mean, I mean, just the walk to the restroom—it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, and like I could—that'd be the first thing. It'd be like, why don't you make a path to the bathroom where we don't see all of the fucking CO2 coke bottles and shit in the middle of the hall that and are used? Maybe like, mop the floor over by the kitchen so it's not sticky and exactly. makes us think what
1: else is going on back there.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, it, it could be much better. And like maybe open the place up a little bit. There's this yeah. weird wall. Right? When you walk in, you can't... I mean, and just Jesus Christ. The waiters all sort of stand in the way of the kitchen and they they congregate there. The thing that, that is crazy about this place is it's, it, 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 the, the,
1: the driver for it is the free games, right? Yeah. So the kids go into this room and there's free games. and But all the games are broken. Right. So it's like they don't even keep up the thing that's bringing people there. And they're all just sticky and gross and buttons don't work. It's like...
0: Clean it up. When you first told us about that place, it was way better. Yeah. They had six free games in there. Well, then they put three claw machines in there, which are fucking dollar eaters. Yeah,
1: they're not, it's not free anymore. And there's
0: like two free games. And the two free games are never work. Never work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're still pissed off they got rid of the cowboy. (laughs) By the way, the cowboy game is at the uh, video game museum. I got to take Tyler there. You told me that, and I still haven't taken him. Yeah, you got to get it. I can hook that up. So we should just take the boys and let them go crazy. It's really fun, actually. It's super fun. All right, got to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about something else. Hey, let's talk about CBD for a second. Gary and I have been talking quite some time about getting on a CBD regimen, and I'm so glad I finally have gotten a chance to do that with Feels. F E A L S. Right in the feels. This is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps you reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Place a few drops underneath your tongue and feel the difference seriously in minutes. They even have a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your experience. And the thing is, you feel better naturally. It's, there's no high, no hangover, no addiction. So glad I finally found my CBD solution. My knees are feeling better, I'm sleeping better, and those are two things I never thought I would ever say. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every single month. You'll save money on every order and can pause or cancel at any time. This is a hassle-free membership program guaranteed to help you feel better or your money back. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com rockstar and you get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S.com slash rockstar to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash rockstar. Check it out. Welcome back to the rockstar dad show. Uh,
1: if you're just tuning in a minute ago, we were talking about this place that we used to take the kids to. We haven't been back there for a while. But the reason we were always taking them is because they liked it. It wasn't a place that was our favorite. Sure. And that made me think of the story that just happened this past weekend. So this past weekend, my nephew Grant had a birthday party. Grant! Grant! After the birthday, we went over to uh, their house and hung out and played games, had a great time. And on the way home, it was kind of late, and Tyler's like, hey, can we stop and get a milkshake? I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll let the kid have a milkshake. He, uh, he's been good, had a long day, whatever. We're going to get a milkshake, right? So on the way home, what kind of milkshake do you want? So well, I'm kind of hungry too. So maybe we'll get food. All right. So he decides he wants a Whataburger and we go through the Whataburger drive through mm-hmm. and we go order his food and I hand him the milkshake and he goes, this tastes kind of funny. I'm like What? And so I taste it. And what happened was instead of giving him a chocolate milkshake, they gave him a Dr. Pepper milkshake. What? Yeah. That's what- a thing. Whataburger has Dr. Pepper milkshakes. And they're delicious, but it wasn't chocolate. That's not what he wants. It's not what he wants, no. and, and it tastes funny to him, of course. And me not wanting him to be let down, I go, all right. It, it, it took forever to get through the line at Whataburger. I go, tell you what, mom and I will split this milkshake. I'll go get you a milkshake somewhere else. I'm like, we're going to drive by Quick Trip. Do you like Quick Trip milkshakes? Yeah, those are great. That's the make your own thing, right? Well, no, they've got like the kitchen now, where someone else does it for you, right? Wait, what? Yeah, and they're great. Okay. So, anyways, it's it's like nine forty five at night or something. We pull into Quick Trip. I go, the kitchen's closed. Damn it! Right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm strike two on milkshakes for this kid. So I go, okay. There's racetrack across the street because that's you know they always have racetrack across from Quick Trip around here. Of course, yeah. All right. So then there's um. There's an Arby's and there's this new like badass ice cream shop. He goes, okay, I'll do the badass ice cream shop. Right. All right, cool. So it's not called that and he didn't say that. Right. But I don't remember the name of this place. Is
0: that where the 360 (laughs) roller thing used to be? No. Oh, Oh,
1: it's a different, it's totally new. Anyways, so we're pulling up to that place and it's late at night and they're closed. Son. I'm strike three on this
0: milkshake, right? Hey, all you had to do
1: is wait back in the Waterburger line. Just had to go and back to the And you're kicking Burgers. yourself for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay, he doesn't like Arby's, so then there's um, Hat Creek is in the same parking lot. So I'm driving. Hat Creek is closed. At this point, I'm like, all right, kid, if you want a milkshake, we're going to the racetrack. That's what you're getting, right? We go to racetrack to get this milkshake. He goes in with me. I make him go in with me. We find that racetrack has the make your own. Make your own, yeah. But we get the very last chocolate. So like we almost missed out there, right? Yeah. So after, I mean, this is now taking us 20 minutes after the 20 minutes line at at Whataburger. Yeah. So we finally get this milkshake. I get in the car. It's late at night. It's been a long day. I know this isn't like really a stressful thing, but everyone's ready to get home. And it's just like, how did it take, you know, seven spots to get a milkshake? Yeah. Anyway, so I get it, give it to him. We get in the car, we get going. And I'm looking at Anik, and I'm just thinking, like, my parents would have never done, this. never, never. never. Yeah. I mean, I would have been lucky to get the milkshake, and if it didn't happen in the first place, tough. Yeah. And I'm like, tomorrow he's going to be upset at me because like it's bath time, and he's going, "You're the worst," you know, <laughs> like this right. going to be the situation. Yeah. And I'm sitting here in my mind thinking, okay, whenever he's my age, is he looking back remembering it's bath time? You're the worst, or is he remembering? Dad took me to nine different places to get me the chocolate milkshake. He goes out in the yard, plays ball all the time. Like, right. you know, it, it, does he remember the effort that you're putting in to make him happy with his chocolate milkshakes?
0: I think so. And I think so because I don't not remember good things that my parents did. I, I just know that it was different. I mean, I, you know, they, that kind of thing didn't exist, you know. I mean, I... I uh you know, a good example of that is Casey was going down to um, Galveston, and she drove my car, and her mom and her niece rode with her, and, and Everett was in the car. Now, I'm in bowling for soup. I love stopping. Like I will stop. I don't. You would have f- loved going for a milkshake with I, us. Exactly. We stopped a lot. Yeah. No, at that point, I would have been ready to go home. But on a car trip, if we go if you want to stop, I don't give a shit ever. Like I'll stop. I'll build two hours into a five hour trip to stop. (laughs) And uh, because we had a rule, I mean like our rule in Bowling for Soup was, if you want to stop, we stop. So somebody would be asleep and we would have just left a gas station. and They'd be like, I've got to pee. All right, next exit. Come on. And we're all going in and we're like, we're (laughs) stopping. This is great. Uh, But Casey, they, they decided to stop for lunch. And uh, her mom wanted Golden Chick, right? Yeah. And the kids wanted McDonald's, and and her mom, you know, being like, "Okay, well, I'll just have McDonald's," and you know, or whatever. Casey goes, "No, we'll just go to both." Yeah. And her mom is like, "What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you serious?" And Casey goes, "Yeah. Why wouldn't we go to both? They're both right here." Yeah. You know, like, and that. That is something I think like our the generation of our parents would just be like, No, we're not doing that. Yeah. But it's like, look, we're on a trip here. What the fuck is the difference of this? I mean, last night, um <laughs> and and here's the thing, I, I also don't want it to sound like I always give in or that it's their choice or because it more often than not, it's like, this is what we're having for dinner. If you'd like something else that within reason, go get it. Oh yeah. get in the kitchen. But I, this is what we're having. Yeah. Wednesday night is trivia night. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, Everett gets a babysitter because his older brother and sister are terrible at babysitting him, and he wants no part of that shit. <laughs> so I have to pay another teenager to come over here and watch my youngest son while the other teenagers are in their rooms. Um, and you may say, Jarrett, why would you do that? It's the same reason I have people that mow my lawn. I know my son's capable right. of mowing the lawn. He wouldn't do half as good a job as the people that I have coming in. So that's why I pay a babysitter, because she does a fucking good job babysitting. <laughs> right? Yeah. So he says to me, Jack says, Dad, I really, I'm, I'm sick of Domino's. And I, I can't argue with that. I'm like, I fucking understand. I don't like Domino's either. Yeah. But I don't. I mean I I don't like it. It's now there's stuff that I'll get there. I like the sandwiches and stuff like that but I in in, in we've
1: we've said this a million times. Even bad pizzas Good pizza, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like Domino's is not where I'm ordering pizza from, but if I show up to the Super Bowl party and that's the pizza I'm going to have, you're going to have some, you know. Yeah. And I'm not going to complain. But I'm not. Whenever we're at my house and I'm ordering
0: it, that's yeah. not what not I'm going to get. it. Well, yeah. you know what? We we. Yeah, uh, I don't know what he did last week. He was at on the on the on the on the on the other side. Yeah. Do you hear that stutter I just did? That was <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't know. I may have had a stroke. Yeah. I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. No, no toast. Okay. Um. Lights are still good. Uh, Anyway, I said, you know what, Jack? I understand. I I get it. So what do you want? Now, Uber Eats is awesome around here, and it's affordable. It's not that much of a markup. It's fine. Well, he wants Chick-fil-A. Now, I don't have time to go all the way to Chick-fil-A and get him his shit and bring it back to him because I'm getting picked up so that we, and Casey's meeting us there after barber school, we only have one car. Right? I'm being a fucking uh, environmentally conscious <laughs> trivia goer. All right. So I order from this DoorDash. Okay. Yeah. It's the only place you can get Chick fil A is DoorDash. Now, DoorDash works differently than, than, say, Uber Eats. Uber Eats, it's like the actual menu and shit. DoorDash just has all of the items on the menu, but there's no combos, no meals and shit. Uh-huh. So you have to do everything by the price that it is. It was $20 to get him what it, what amounts to a number one <laughs> from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Now, I've said this before, and no way am I pointing to me having more money than anybody. My bank account is exactly like everybody listening to this. I work for a living yeah. and all that. I am not price conscious. I don't fucking ever think about it unless it's shocking. Right. You know, like... I. You know, I like the other day, I know that the girl overcharged me for the five gallon bottle of water because she didn't think I recycled one. And so I got overcharged by like three bucks. It was worth it to me not to have to mess with it. I just paid the three bucks and I got the fuck out of the store. Yeah. Okay. that. That's just it, you know, and, and of course, you, you, we pay for convenience and yes. those things like that. I'm I'm not going to go through the newspaper for 45 minutes,
1: so whenever I go, palm, go buy palm olive soap, I can save yes. 37 cents.
0: But making my child happy, uh, DoorDash profited about 12 bucks yeah. out of this deal. <laughs> and so I said, hey man, I'm glad I could do this this week. On Wednesdays, we do pizza. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like something else, you need to tell us what you want on the grocery list that weekend. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if that that's fine, but there's shit for you to eat here. Right. If you want a sandwich or Campbell's soup or cereal or whatever, that exists in this house all the time. There's probably lean pockets, there's all kinds of shit that you could eat. Right. So, I was just like, this is the last time on this Wednesday thing. You know, yeah. and again, I, I, I'm probably not going to stick to that if you want. I mean, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I, I do think about that all the time. I'm like, are you going to remember the one time I yelled at you on Halloween? Cause you were being an asshole. Or are you going to remember the fact that like, if you, you know, if I'm having a, a, a you know, a pretty low key day and you're like, Hey dad, you want to come get me early and go get something to eat for right. school? Fuck yeah. I'll come get you. early. <laughs> like, is he going to remember that? No. <laughs> a, that's my question yeah. i know yeah. yeah yeah i mean like i hope so right I, because you know here's the the one thing i don't i don't know if you know this about like uh, well you probably do but adults have a tendency to say the word used to about something they did one time so when adults are telling you a story they'll be like yeah my dad used to come get me and we'd go do this and this and this and this and that they did that once right right they didn't used to do that shit sure so those are the types of things that you hope that, they, But they oh, my dad used to drive around for an hour and a half to find me a milkshake when yeah. Whataburger was no, out.
1: No, it's going to be, my dad used to yell at me because we were five minutes late. You know, <laughs> that's that's going to be the sticker outer.
0: Yeah. You hope not. I mean, I, you know, again, I don't, I, uh, I think it's, I think it's unfair of us to compare the way that they're going to think or, or remember us. Based upon our own experiences because it's just so
1: different. so different yeah
0: i mean my dad my dad worked he my dad sold cars and then he was you know what doing what he did <laughs> i mean he wasn't home i didn't play catch with my dad, I played catch with my brother, and then by the time my brother went to college, I was playing drums and didn't give a shit about playing catch anymore
1: yeah you know i, I my, my mom was a, a single parent school teacher like we weren't gonna spend an extra five dollars to have McDonald's delivered that wasn't a thing right exactly we weren't spending five extra dollars on stuff you know my
0: mom cooked dinner every night that's what you ate yeah you know and it was everything was fried and it's a wonder (laughs) I'm not dead you know but like it It was was delicious oh my god it was so good (laughs) it's so funny because my mom is a good cook but she you know she's a her own kind of good cook like Everything usually is either a little burnt or a little undercooked or whatever. But I just was used to it, you know, like <laughs> it's a, just like, you know, just I don't know. I I like my uh, chicken fried steak with a little crisp on it. Yeah, I thought that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I actually do like when you're eating fried okra and there's a couple of those burnt ones in there. Yeah. Yeah, those are a trick. Now, you don't want the whole thing to be like. Right. A couple of burnt ones in there.
1: Oh, man. You Fried know, okra's good stuff. That's how you
0: can tell when a place actually does their own okras if you get one of those. they're not all perfect. That, yeah, because otherwise they're just worming that shit up right. you know, out of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I will say that I do things for my children that are very much like that. Um, to me, I think there's dads probably wanting to pull the car over and and yell at us right now just for that milkshake story. Right. Because, because I think... Even the the dad that would have taken it as far as going to the quick trip, they probably would have been like, pick something else. Right. You know what I mean? But you were on a mission. Kid wanted a milkshake, getting a fucking milkshake. I get it. Yeah, I mean part of it's part of it's my stubbornness
1: that hey, I was on a mission, especially after like the third one. I'm like, we're getting sure. it. Sure. Uh but then part of it's like I'm not giving this thing to him every day, you know, like he was excited about it and then I'm not wanting to let him down and right. if I would have came back with yeah, here's a Snickers, he would have been upset. Like, and that's
0: and your child is like that. Yeah. He he gets you've told a bunch of stories like this on the show where you go to some place, and that's the reason you go there. And if they don't have that, it's that that to him is anxiety. Totally. And, and he doesn't like that. So yeah. that was the deal with it. It's like when y'all go to our favorite Italian place, Eddie's Napoli. They yeah. don't sponsor the show, but they're badass. Uh, Little Elm, Texas. He wants that fucking chocolate cake.
1: Yeah, and and now whenever we walk into that place, like when we sit down, we're like, do y'all have the chocolate mousse? Because <laughs> if they don't for some reason it's way better to let him know ahead of time. So right. that way he can, he can prepare himself for, okay, I guess I'll figure something else out. But if he goes, I'll have the chocolate cake. And then yeah. they go, we don't have it. Oh, man, he's going to be disappointed as hell.
0: But that's because you guys sit there the whole time telling him to eat, the f- it, like we talked about before, like, hey, eat that horrible for you pizza in front of you so that we can give you a piece <laughs> of chocolate
1: cake. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, even our waiter there goes, hey, man, you got to have at least three pieces of pizza or we can't get you cake. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, it's not like finish your green beans. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's 2020 is, you know, finish your pizza if you yeah. want chocolate cake. <laughs> the other
0: day, uh, Eric got some meal from somewhere. And it was like, I don't know that it was this, but it would have been the equivalent to chicken nuggets, french fries, and a chocolate chip cookie, right? Yeah. And he's like, Dad, can I eat the chocolate chip cookie? And I actually started to go, well, eat some more of those. Yeah, just eat the cookie. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care <laughs> if you eat those yeah. french fries or not. Actually, right. to be honest, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Man,
1: uh, Mia's such a picky eater, and and I I totally feel guilty here because, like, Tyler... Once he started to get the picky eater thing, we talked about it. He's always ate just tons and tons of fruit. So it's like, well, at least he's getting something. Yeah. Mia, nothing. I mean, she literally just eats junk and we give her stuff and like, she won't touch it. Like every now and then she'll be like, okay, I'll eat some real stuff. I cooked pork chops last night and she like ate some pork chops. She's not touching a green bean. She's not touching broccoli. She's not eating tomatoes, nothing. Right. So like I, whenever we are giving her the chicken nuggets, I always give her those before i give her the fries because if we give her the fries she's gonna eat the fries first yeah. and then she's not gonna eat the Ah, chi- oh, but i mean are the chicken nuggets really eat that much better than fries we're just giving her crap i yeah. feel horrible about this
0: yeah every parent's doing that i mean that's a whole thing it's it's just that's just where it is and it's not any different i mean you know my niece is 29 30 years old and i mean like her i mean she's still i mean but her whole childhood she she would only eat Bean burritos, French fries, mac and cheese, and steak. Right, that's it. And like my dad was her caregiver, so um, I just made her sound like a like she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, like he picked Raised her up from her. school yeah. and shit, you know. But and then her parent, but her parents worked, was right? The problem. Right. And so he made sure that she had that and enabled it, and you know, that's the way she still is. It's like, um, you know, but your wife is picky, but she gets by. It's, it, Mia's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you know the. Uh, the thing with the eating, um, Everett just is like a bottomless pit. I mean, he just wants to eat and eat and eat. And I, I like when I learn something from my wife. Like I like when she just makes a fucking move, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Because you know me, I read the books and shit, and you know, yeah. his, and did all that, and just think that I'm, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that I'm right all the time, but I think I I normally have a pretty good idea on how to deal with shit. Right. Well, Everett. Uh, he just wants to eat all the time. I mean, and, and part of it is that he is, he's a big kid and he is growing. And so I actually said, I was just like, you know, it's funny. Cause I, I don't, I, I find myself like charting what he's had, you know, because I know we're not supposed to overfeed the kid. And I know we're really watching it. And I was a fat kid and yeah. she was a chubby kid and we don't want him to have that life. If we can help it, obviously, you know, it, it it's whatever it is, it is what it is. And so I just go, so I just don't really know when the negotiations start. And she goes, oh, no, that's an easy one. I'm just like, yeah. She just goes, yeah. You just tell him, hey, you can eat an apple anytime you want. Yeah. So if you're hungry and you don't want to eat an apple, you're not hungry. And I just go, holy shit. That's pretty (laughs) good. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, and there's always apples here. Yeah. Always. Always. So, you know what? That kid's hungry and he's and and just like, Can I have some chips? No, you can't have any chips. You know, you can have an apple. Well, I already knew that one. Yeah. But this whole, I'm I'm hungry, blah, blah, blah. I need a snack, whatever. So from now on, I I, I literally just learned that today. I'm just gonna be like, you can literally eat an apple anytime you want.
1: I have, that's a good one. I like that. I I do the thing where um I'm cooking dinner and Tyler's like, What's for dinner? Okay, we're having, you know, pork chops and green beans, right? I don't want that. Yeah. Okay. what am i gonna have i don't know yeah that's what i've got this for dinner so if you want something else go to it but here's what i've made for dinner right yeah
0: Yeah, that's the thing and i do that exact same thing i i uh i said that to actually i did that with with Everett yesterday (laughs) or no 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 that wasn't because yesterday was the pizza whatever but i was the other day i'm just like here's what we're having you know yeah and uh no i know what it was i uh I started doing the, those meals where they're, they're already prepared for me. And right. the company that I'm doing it through is really fucking good, and I'm really enjoying it, and they're great. And Casey was just like, you know what? Like, we're in a pinch for time. I bet he would eat that. And they're all, like, real well balanced. Like, all of them come with, like, a green vegetable or something, and then something that is really good, and the, and the chicken's prepared really well. In fact, I think the chicken is better than most people making chicken. Like, right. I, it's just they've, they've figured that shit out. And it's all organic. And, and so it only lasts in the refrigerator a few days because right. it's real shit. Anyway, so I made them um, the worst one for you, but it's still only, you know, 350 calories. It's uh, the Parmesan chicken and then it's got broccoli. And it, it's delicious. Yeah. And I, I put it in front of him. He goes, What's this? I don't want this. That's what I made. Yeah. That's what you're having, you know? So you can either eat that or just don't eat. I don't care. You're not going to die.
1: I was going to say, I'm sure those things are kind of pricey. And my mind went to, okay, well, I just made it for you. Go get me $8. Yeah, (laughs) But I I wouldn't have said that. I would have pulled your move, but it made me think. So we were, um, I don't remember what we were doing the other night, but Tyler bet Anik $10 on something. Oh yeah. And it was a stupid bet, right? But Anik won. Yeah. And he just kind of hung his head. And went to his room and got his wallet and came out with ten dollars and handed it to her. Yeah. And she wasn't taking it. Yeah. But I was just like, All right, I'm proud. He's you know, yeah. sticking to his word. Yeah. He didn't want to give her that money, but he stuck to he it. He stuck to it. Yeah. And she didn't take it? She took it for a second, yeah, okay,
0: and then you know talked about maybe you should make bets if you're not exactly, you know wanting yeah. to
1: lose or know what's happening.
0: And she gave it back though. That's right. So you get on our bus. You any debt is forgivable except gambling, <laughs> and that and that is. I'm sorry that you you know that I'm sorry that you know sometimes people lose their shoes. You don't have <laughs> any shoes. I had to win one time. Gary uh, got into a gambling thing with Chris, and Chris had won all his money. Then he started winning all of his shoes. Yeah. So I had to win Gary's shoes back. <laughs> I think it was about
1: five o'clock in the morning or so, and I I realized what a pickle I had gotten myself (laughs) into. And so I went back to the back lounge with probably what should have been my last beer for the night. Yeah, and laid on the on the couch back there, shoeless. <laughs> and uh, you came in the room and handed me my shoes back, and I was like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> and then I think I probably sucked up whatever uh, whatever depression I was in, and went back up and yeah, drank we, with we you guys Yeah, we had some a more. great yeah. time from there.
0: No, I think I he, just needed my shoes back. I think he passed out that night, and we stacked shit on him oh, in yeah. the bus, and then he got mad and threw the dice in the snow. <laughs> I think that's the same night. And, uh, good times. Good times. All right, we got to take a break. Stick with us. We're glad you're here. And yeah. Welcome back to the Rockstar Dad Show. Here's what's fun for Gary and I. Uh, this is the third segment, and we did the first two segments about a month ago. <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? I have about? no idea. Like, we could just we could repeat the whole thing and yeah. not even know it. We're back. We're back. We actually are back. We're back from the UK. Just got back from the UK. Um, I I missed a couple of teeth. I came back, and uh, he's now got five teeth missing. I mean, he looks like he's been in a... He looks like he's a meth-ed.
1: Did, did Everett get in a karate tournament fight, or, <laughs> he, like, what happened?
0: He did... Uh, you know what? I was going to actually talk to you about this karate thing. <laughs> Do you want a karate fight? Kind of. Okay. But not pool with, season's coming up. Not with you. You're freakishly strong, but <laughs> not like in that weird way. Like you, you know, appear to be strong and are. Um, I, um, I was watching him spar at karate the other day, and it's funny how much I want him to punch the other kid in the face <laughs> really hard. Yeah, you know, like I know they're not supposed to and all that, but it's just it's the din- Like what's going on in my mind they're supposed to be like kind of soft hitting and you can hit to the side of the head and you can kick each other, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, there's just times where I'm just like, you know, just one good spin kick right to the nose. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I get you. I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's times where Tyler's playing sports or something. And like, there's been a couple of really aggressive other teams that maybe weren't quite playing, uh, clean, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and, uh, Anyways, there's those times and you're like, that kid is like a, sh- a head below Tyler, you know, and he's just yeah. sitting over there elbowing him, and nothing's getting called. And I'm like, there's got to be a time where it's okay for him to just give him the elbow back, you right. know? And it's fine if you get the penalty. I, I, I'm with I'm with you on that. Like, I, there's that line that is okay to be crossed at a certain yeah. point, mm-hmm. and we're still gonna have to talk about it. But right. like, I'm not gonna be too upset in certain situations. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I think, you know, in some situations, though, it just it's the coach's responsibility, right? I mean, like if he gets in trouble punching a kid in the face in karate, which he hasn't, and I realize if you're listening to the show and he has punched your kid in the face, I'm sorry, uh, but that's the instructor's responsibility. Like I can harp on it a bit, be like, hey, yeah, you punched that kid in the face. Uh, did did they say something to you about it or whatever? Like, yeah, you know, and then. My job is done. Well, I mean,
1: (laughs) I agree with you a little bit. I mean, I think you still got to have a talk, you know, but uh, I'm with you. I'm I'm very much so whenever the kids are playing whatever the sport is, it's the coach's job to coach referee and to uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, there's been a couple of times when when Tyler's grandparents have been in town for a game and it's like at halftime, Joel goes over to talk to the coach and I'm like, no, Stop. Oh,
0: no. That's not what you're supposed to do. And I—that That is not what I thought you were going to no, say. No, he'll go over and talk, and I'm like, no, don't. Oh, yeah. I, I, I. That actually just made me anxious. Yeah. I hate that for you. Like, I Well, and that I, is not what I thought you, I thought you were going to say he like goes and get, you know, Hey, you're doing good. Try to do this and blah, blah, blah. But even then you'd be, you'd that's be, not the
1: time or the place. And, and
0: Plus also not your fucking job. You yeah. had your chance.
1: Yeah. And uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, Tyler was in a soccer game and just got blasted in the face. <laughs> right. I mean, he got blasted pretty good. And, uh, so the coach pulled him out for a second and let him, you know, kind of get his, uh, wits about him yeah. again. And whenever that happened, Anik, of course, is oh my god, is he okay? And and Grandma, oh, is he okay? And Joel starts walking over there, and I go, no, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he stood up, he walked off the field. Right, he's fine. Yeah, we don't need to go get involved, and I can't talk to him. I'm going to go check on him. I'm yeah. a doctor. I'm like, it doesn't matter. He's fine. Yeah,
0: and also they don't. I mean, he's nine, right? Yeah, you know, you don't. He doesn't want that. He doesn't that's, want that attention brought to him.
1: That's what I was saying, and what I told them was that a the coach doesn't want him over there right b there's a security issue of they don't know you now just some guys coming up over to the team like okay that's not great and then also the social aspect of tyler doesn't need yeah everyone checking on him because he got hit other kids get hit in the face and they go off and no one goes over there so i'm just like let it be yeah That's a hard thing. If the coach needed us over there, he'd wave us to come over.
0: It's a hard thing, though, when your kid is the one that's hurt out there not to get up and go. I think that I think we've talked about this before, but I think that there's like there's a certain injury there's like a threshold, right? Yeah. Where you can stay seated. And then there's like the ones where like if, you know, if I saw my child, you know, I mean you know, be knocked out cold or some shit like I, my ass would be out there um I, yes if it's a
1: significant they're yeah. rolling around in pain or you know like they're calling out the trainers and yes i get yeah. it if he's knocked out not yeah. moving holy crap right
0: yeah yeah, yeah. but
1: you, you get know, hit in the face with a soccer ball yeah. and you
0: stand right up and walk away mm-hmm. I, I, it's okay yeah and just because there's a few tears it's still not your deal you yeah know? they and they need to learn to, deal they with need that to learn that on their own mm-hmm. yeah and it's you know it's and honestly, I think that there's something to be said for the times when they can get themselves together, you know, and not need to be coached through, you know, hey, take a deep breath, buddy, and, yeah. you know, that kind of shit. And it's yeah. like, uh, Everett's always been pretty good about that. His thing, I th- I've told you this before, his deal is emotional. Like he, physical pain doesn't hurt him, but yeah. he'll fucking, you know, he gets his feelings hurt. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, completely different thing. The coach is not responsible for hurting his feelings. I, I want the coach to hurt his feelings. <laughs> it's kind of the coach's <laughs>
1: job to toughen him up. That's what yeah, I want. I agree. The other day, um, Tyler had homework that was due. And Tyler Tyler's kind of the same way. It, the emotional thing, what you're saying is he'll get hurt, but he gets back up and he's going at it. Right. But so the, he had this homework that was due and it's this one sheet of paper and he couldn't find it. Mm -hmm. it it wasn't in his bag and it was due in the morning and he was pretty upset that he wasn't going to have it. And so I was like, well, sometimes your teacher will send me an email of like extra credit stuff to do. So let me open this up and see if one of the pages she sent is the page that you need. And I opened it up and he goes, yeah, that's it. But it was only like half of the page. It's a horrible copy job on the PDF that she sent. Anyways. So I'm like, well, I, I can't get the whole page. We can do what we can do and you can show up. And maybe if you get there early, you can finish up. And anyways, I'm trying to do my best. Right. Right. But I'm like, maybe it's on your desk and you can do it in the morning. He goes, no, I put it in my backpack. And I'm like, well, have you looked in your backpack? He goes, yes. And I go, well, if it's not in your backpack, then maybe it didn't make its way into the backpack. Maybe it's on your desk. And he's like, no, I I mean, we kind of went back and forth on right. this. And I feel bad because I could see he was getting upset and his eyes were getting watery and he believed that he put it in his backpack and that I wasn't 100% believing that he put it in his backpack. Yeah. And so I laid off of it. Well, later that night he found it on the kitchen table. So he had put it in his backpack and he had already pulled it out and forgot that he had pulled it out. Uh, And now I feel bad because I was like, well, next time maybe pay better attention and make sure you get the stuff in your back. No, he and, and now I feel really guilty because he was getting worked up and had those tears, and his dad wasn't believing him.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, man, it's they most of the time they fucking forgot it.
1: Yeah, I mean, 90% of the time, it's that's the <laughs> exactly. case, but you yeah, know, I did feel bad about that. I hate their feeling.
0: Oh, you scared me. I Woo! was about to open the door and come down and, and see you. <laughs> How did you know I was up here? Hey, come here, come talk in this microphone. How did you know I was up here? Uh, because <laughs> I saw the light on. Oh. And usually you turn it off. Oh. How was school? Good. Uh Say, thanks for listening to the Rockstar Dad Show. Thanks for listening to the Rockstar Dad Show. I guess that's the best ending ever. We did it. All right. See you guys next time. This is a song for my friends Jared and Gary. They started a podcast and said a theme was necessary. They're just a couple of guys in a band that you know. started a show until the next episode